Hello, welcome to episode four of The Traveling Man, a Masonic podcast here in the 24th District of Ohio. I'm your host, Worshipful Brother Jim Hall. On today's show, we'll feature District Education Officer, Worshipful Brother Jason Short, discussing serving the district. The opinions discussed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Tonight on The Traveling Man, we have Worshipful Brother Jason Short, Jason, you've been a Mason for the past 13 years. He's a plural member of three Blue Lodges, Nigley 565, Jenkins 471, and Allen 276, all in the 24th District of Ohio. Um, And you're currently serving as the District Education Officer for the 24th Masonic District, as well as Appendant Bodies, um, Otmore Grotto, Steubenville Scottish Rite, and... Youngstown York right bodies. Jason, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you being here. I'm glad to be here, Jim. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good night. Obviously, going through this, you have a lot of different memberships. Yes. You got a lot of pots on the uh, oven here. Three different blue lodges. What was your first lodge? What did you join and how did it transpire to grow into three? Uh, Negley Lodge was my first lodge. Okay. Um, I moved to the house right across the alleyway from Nagley Lodge. That's convenient. And one day I was, I used to have this big garage out back. It used to be my man cave. I mean, we didn't park cars in there. There was a TV in there. There was, yeah. a, there was a wet bar in there. Yeah, the best. So Absolutely. I see these two old guys out there and there's all kinds of parking and stuff. And I walked over there and I was like, so you mind if I park my vehicles here when I have a party? Oh, like, we don't care as long as you don't, you know, put ruts in the grass or whatever. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So uh, then... I go, I live here. I said, no. I said, what goes on in that building? And they both kind of got a little twinkle in their eye and a smile. They're like, well, let us show you. Yeah. So they took me in the lodge and showed me around. And I think uh, later that evening, I had a petition in my hand. It was signed and and the rest is history. And that was it. Okay. So that's how you joined Negley Lodge. That is how I joined Negley Lodge. How long were you a member at Negley before... All of a sudden, you have a second petition. How did that happen? Um, I took a break from masonry for a while. I was active for a couple years. I was one of the stewards, and I moved to the junior deacon position. Sure. And then I started going through a divorce. Okay, that's more important. I had to take a little little hiatus, a little sabbatical. Understandably so. Um, I had to... uh, Make sure my son was in a good place with all of it. And he was real young at the time, so. Absolutely. I just kind of got away from it. And one day I was sitting there and I was bored. And it was a Tuesday and that's our meeting night. And I said, I'm going to go back to Lodge. So I went back to Lodge and it was a totally different landscape. Hardly half the people I knew were kind of gone. There was a new kind of crew in there. I just... Started going back, and I told the Worshipful Master at the time, I think it was uh, right Worshipful Brother Jim Cardellane, he was the master sure. at the time. Yeah. He really didn't know who I was. I mean, he knew my name, but he didn't know who I was, except for being the guy across from the street. Right. So I, he goes, well, I'd like to see you back in the fog, because this was our last meeting in June before we went dark for July and August. Yes, absolutely. He's like, I'd like to see you back in, in the you know September. And I was like, oh, don't worry, I'll be back. And from there... Then you just, were on. It was just, I was on. I was meeting, 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 district event. You know, we were traveling all around. Yeah. And then I remember 
some of the older guys telling me that they used to go to Jenkins Lodge, which is in Irondale, Ohio. Right. And not not exactly the next street over. No, this is uh, <laughs> it's about a 45-minute drive south, and it's in the middle of BFE. I mean... Nowhere. Uh, no, you, you hear uh, banjos playing down there. It's yeah. You it's, be careful. <laughs> you gotta make sure the car's fueled up. Right, right. If you take a wrong turn down there, you're gonna end up in, in a, a road with in no a, cell service, and it's just it's like a gravel dirt road. You end up in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Started going down there, and I and they were kind of they needed help. I said, you know what? I'm not doing anything on Thursdays. I'll give you a hand. So I got a petition, and, and I joined there. And then shortly after, I. Had a lot of friends out in Columbiana Lodge, Allen Lodge. Yeah. And I just, it was just. Just, just kind of happened. Na- just felt natural to go out there and enjoy that lodge too. So. Okay. I like helping out the lodges, you know, helping out with friends in the lodges. You know, I don't want to see any lodge go under. No, so. not at all. Not at all. Um, so. And now this obviously is, I'm only a member of East Palestine. Mm-hmm. So when I think of lodge, I think of. East Palestine Lodge, because that's my lodge. What's your thought when you think of Lodge? Do you think of Negley, or do you think of all your memories at all three, or how? what's what's that like? I automatically go to Negley because it's my home lodge. Okay. Um, unless we get a text from another lodge, you know. Uh, we have text groups for all three lodges. Okay. The thing about, I, I do kind of think about N- Jenkins, a little bit more than I do Allen because Allen, them guys are pretty good. They got a nice line of officers. Right. They're they're they can handle themselves. Now Jenkins Lodge, uh, they're we're kind of struggling down there. I'm the junior warden down there this year. Okay. Um, and we haven't met all year because of COVID. I don't think we've had an actual meeting there in six months. That's it's really hit a lot of people. It's, yes. And and trying to keep everything together with that, it's just and and then you have, you know, a lot of members are older mm-hmm. so you really got to be careful and that stinks that you haven't seen each other that's that's part of it that fellowship i think there's only 50 master masons that belong to that lodge in general it's probably one of the l- smallest lodges in the state okay and recently we just had a past master pass away and his grandson was coming with him well his grandson doesn't drive so oh. now there's two gone and then we Yes. Had another past master who is not doing well and cannot get up the steps at the lodge. So there's three so gone right three. there that were actively coming to the lodge. That hurts. So now we kind of have to figure out, okay, a new game plan to rejuvenate Jenkins Lodge a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, are you coming up on 200 years? Am I wrong with that? It might, yes, it might be. Yeah, I think it's 175. 175. Yes. Okay. I knew it was I knew it was big. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the tough part with a lot of lodges is, number one, they got steps. I, you know, I'm 36. I don't want to do – my knees don't want me doing steps right now, let alone when you get into 40s, 50s, 60s. Um, and then COVID's just knocked the wind out of so many sails. And I know I'm raring to get back, and a lot of guys are raring to get back to normalcy. But I'm worried about how many of those guys – because we haven't had lodge in six, seven months. Some of them get complacent with not coming to lodge, and then all of a sudden they don't ever come back, and that's scary. That's scary to think of. I tell you what, last year when we were in shutdown and we didn't have any meetings until September, I think of, of 2020. I didn't go to one meeting besides a Zoom meeting. Right. And 
okay, we're slowly opening back up. You know, we're allowed to have 10 people in a lodge at one time. It was hard to put a suit on and physically go Get to out lodge. Because yeah. I was out taking photos. I was out doing things with my kid. I was, you know, I found something to replace lodge. Yeah. And yeah. it was very hard to be like, oh, I got to go put a suit on. It's 80 degrees out there. Yeah. I got to go put a suit on and... You know, yeah, my my coat doesn't button the way it used to. Right, I'm, I, a, I'm a little fatter. <laughs> yes, I'm in, I'm in the same boat, right? But you just, I mean, if you love it enough, you 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 get off that horse real quick, and yeah, you, 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 it comes back almost instantly. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. It just takes a little while to get back to that step. Right now, if if my records are correct, now I know you were a past master of Negley and Jenkins. Correct. What? Was, Years were you master? I, of I was the master lodge? of Nagley in 2018. 18. And then the following year, I was the master of Jenkins in 2019. So you went two years I back did, to back I as master. Two years of master. In two different lodges. In two different lodges. I'm sure that wasn't stressful at all. It, no. <laughs> <laughs> By the second year, you had it handled. It didn't even matter. Well, after the first year, you get to practice. The second mm. year is the breeze, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that in itself... That's a long commitment of, well, of being two years of master. Yes, and then the, the year after my year at Jenkins, I became the district education officer. So now there's yeah. another at least year of work. They might ask you to come back for two more if you do a good job. If you, Yeah, that's depending on how you like it. Right. <laughs> so moving on to appendant bodies. And you are, like I said, a member of Grotto, Scottish Rite, and York Rite. It's easy... For new masons to jump in and you get through your degrees and you return and right after that return a somebody's asking you you should get a tuxedo and sit as the steward chair there's no lines and that's always a nice thing hey i get a jewel and an apron and but that next thing that comes is hey maybe you should check out york right scottish right shrine grotto cedars there's so many different things how fast did you jump into those right off of the cuff? Was it right after, or did you wait a little bit? I would say it was within the year of me becoming a Master Mason. That you started going into I, those. I did, okay. I, I did Scottish Rite first, which I actually joined in Youngstown. And I did the, I think they had two weekends, the reunion, two mm -hmm. weekends. Yes. And then shortly after that, I did York Rite, which was funny because i did that down south in east liverpool okay and i did three one-day classes for that the, for all three of the branches of york right i did a one-day class for all three of those okay and, that's a lot and, in a day yes and then uh i'd say five years ago i joined the grotto okay and that was a one-day class they took us to the pittsburgh masonic shrine which is a real nice building over there sure it's got all kinds of different it has i think a Scottish Rite Hall. It has a York Rite place. It's got a couple blue lodges in it. And Full meal deal. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a awesome. Nice, it's a nice place. Okay. But yeah, so I joined. It's kind of funny how those reversed because when I joined Scottish Rite, it was in Youngstown. Then they moved to Warren, and I was like, I don't want to drive to Warren. Sure. So I demitted, or I transferred. Transferred to. And I'm guessing, and this is only because I know your Blue Lodge record. You're not ultra active in those no that's just uh not a placeholder but i'm a dues payer right now right now right now and that's once you get your blue lodge well I'm, I've, I've pretty much done everything i can do in blue lodge as far as the chairs i've been in every chair right but 
my son's currently 11 years old, and I owe it to him. I want to be active in his life, too. Yeah. If I did the other things, then I would never be home. Right. When he gets home, or when he gets older, and he goes, hey, Dad. Why didn't we throw the ball around? Why didn't we throw the ball around? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was at Scottish right. Yeah. Sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not what we're about. No. So when he gets a little bit older and he's like, hey, Dad, I really don't like you right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's just a teen thing talking. Well, I guess I'm going to go to yeah, Scottish let, right. Yeah, we'll get a little space. And then when you get out of that, then we'll come back and hit right. it again. Have you been a member of, as I've, I've heard a bunch of people say this, they jump in just like you did. And I did the same thing. Uh, Ryan Corsino got me on York right that first year. And did I regret it? No, it's, it's pretty awesome. You see a lot of cool stuff. And then I jumped into Scottish right a little later. And then I just got in the shrine this past fall. Is there anything you got into and said, you know what? It's not for me. Or, hey, maybe I got a little too extended or whatever. Is there anything that you dropped out of? Yes, I did. I, I dropped out of the shrine. Where our local big shrine is, it's up in Cleveland, and I didn't have the time to go do that. Right. Um, I was also an Eastern star. I joined with my then-girlfriend, who uh, unfortunately passed away, and then that wasn't fun to go with. To yeah, anymore. that's that would be tough to bring those and memories. And I was in the Night Masons, which they met on, like, the fifth Saturday, and I always have something going on, like a basketball game or yes, another, I, another yes. Blue Lodge event. So that kind of didn't work out, and then I was a tall seater, and they met in Wa- uh, not Wadsworth, but uh, Barbington, oh, which yeah. is not an hour and a half from here. Yeah, not close at all. Right. So, so that I it mean, makes sense. Someday I might rejoin them, but as for right now, that just you know just didn't make sense no, did. with everything it else did. that's going it didn't on. Make sense with I mean I mean I'm busy enough with three active blue lodges and. You know, other duties that I have for the yeah, district. Yeah, the district as, as a father yeah. and as an adult, okay. you yeah. know. Yeah, got to have work. a job, too. Yeah. Can't pay for your dues if you don't have a job. Right, <laughs> right. That's right. So, district association. Yes. You are past president. I am. What, what time frame did you come into that district line? How did that get sprung upon you? Actually, I wasn't even a master yet. I was two years. I was the junior warden at Negley. When I got asked at Grand Lodge the year we were in Columbus, I got asked, hey, uh, they're interested in you jumping into the district association line. I'm like, okay, what do I got to do? Uh, basically, the first two years, you sit there and listen and learn. It's kind of yeah. like the junior warden yeah, chair. and it's true. I said, I can do that. Yeah, there's no lines. I can figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I did. I, I joined, and I sat there for two years, and I listened, and I... You know, they gave me small things to kind of take care of. Yeah, right. I did. You know, so that's that's how I got into that. And then my year as president, we had the Grand Masters reception up here in Columbiana. Um, yes. Went pretty smooth. It did go pretty smooth, yes. Um, I know myself, I'm the current president, which obviously we know this, but you're 100% true. The first two years, it's kind of like, all right, I'm coming to the meetings. I was really expecting it set the world on fire and now I'm kind of watching and learning. And then obviously this year for the past year to two years now, we're dealing with COVID. Um, I'm setting up our grandmaster's reception and for everyone listening, the grandmaster tries to visit, visit 
each district. There's 25 districts in the state of Ohio. And we like to throw a reception where we get the masters and anyone else that can make it out to see him. We have a meal. We have presentations for scholarships. And it's a bunch of great fellowship. This year, once again, we have restrictions on how many people can come. We had to push back our reservation at the lodge that we had it planned at. And it's a headache. But that's where I'm in the middle of it. And I, my year, I actually got asked. I was going to convocation before my master year. And I honestly got, I, it might have been Terry Selby asked me, could you consider it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. And then I found out I was elected it. <laughs> and, and that was it. I was thinking about it. And then I was elected. I'm like, when? <laughs> I remember that. I don't even think you were there. I wasn't. You just, you're just like, oh, Jim Hall wants to there. Like, oh, any, any objections? And of course, nobody said no. No, no. one's saying no because it's a new guy jumping in. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing you can add, too. When my first year master, I was also the district association president. So that's another thing I had okay. to do in my year. Another now. meeting, another plan, yes. another awesome. This is a, this is a big thing, and I've I've spoke with a few gentlemen from districts. Eighteenth um, district, I got a guy. We go back and forth. He's the district president this year. What's your thoughts on a district association in the district? Because sometimes there's a little a little flack, a little friction with district officers and then district associations sometimes they don't work as well sometimes they work great and that doesn't mean ours does or does not but what's your thoughts on it i like the idea of a district association um you guys help the district deputies out tremendously we try because um they're busy right like right now they're in the middle of inspection season right so they're they're busy they're they got locked their hands down tied, you know they're at least Three or four or five times a month, they're going places, or even more than that, because they have to go for pre-inspection. Right. And then they have to turn around and go to inspection. So that's they're that's running. ten times. That's at least ten times a month that they're running. Right. They don't have time to plan a grandmaster's reception. Sure. Or they don't have time to deal with the little the calendar book and all you know, that the calendar books and the little things that the association does does for the district. So right. I, I honestly think it's a it's a good thing. Like. I wish more people would actually attend the meetings. I think one of the things, and when I, my first year as second vice president, I was very not active. A, I didn't know I was part of it yet until I was informed. But B, I, a lot, like a lot of people that don't show up. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the association. And that's where you leave it. They, I don't really know what they do. They say they want us to put ads in this book and... So getting into that next year, I was talking with Dennis Strickler, who was the current president, and he said, Jim, I need to find a way to get excitement about the district because there's so many people that, well, what is the district? What are they about? They, you know, we hear about these meetings, but we never see what's going on. So him and I spoke at length for a while and said, what if we, number one, which we haven't been able to do this because of COVID, make our meals an event big meals you know give people something to come out for i'm more willing to come out for a good meal than pizza i have pizza all the time you know so let's make an event number one and then number two let's try to 
use the district association as a filter for the district. You give guys, hey, you know what? You're you're doing a lot. Why don't you hop in a district and now you can we'll give you a little more. We'll give you the grand master's reception, the calendar book, some planning. And then you see, you know what? This guy's rocking it. We'll we'll keep his name and maybe we can use him down the line and that's a district advisor and deputies and whatnot. Or you see this guy and you're like, kind of really dropping the ball. So that way you almost have a little filter there. That's what Dennis and I were kind of, you know, Hey, let's try to get some excitement. We got, um, name badges for the district aprons, some guys, and this is just the nature of the beast. will never, a lot of guys will never be a district officer. There are a lot of guys that see the purple apron or the district education officers and say, man, I wish I could do that. That would be so awesome. But they're, they just, for one reason or another. So we, we have district aprons now, 24th district association, president, vice president, second vice president. That's just another thing that they can do. That doesn't mean you have to run the whole district. Hey, you can hop in here. You're going to, you were past master. We can bring you on here. And this may be an avenue where you get that next level of, hey, I did a little more for my district than just my lodge. And that's that recognition recognition and notoriety that somebody needs to really push themselves in the district. I think, honestly, whenever you they look at you for a position like that, number one, they're, I think they're looking for the go-getters. And you, know, yeah. you and I are both go-getters. We're trying. I've always been told if you want to get something done, give it to the busiest person you know because they'll get it done. Yeah. Well, I was very <laughs> busy at that time. I was jumping around. I was doing a couple of different things for the district. And I think that that job, you get three years of doing that. And I think that that job kind of shows the advisors and maybe some of the deputies okay, this guy might be okay for. Yeah, he's know, got the right stuff. A little stuff. bit further, maybe for a a district officer like from grand lodge i think sure that, i think that's kind of like a pre-trial you know yes a pre-exam okay what can this guy do right can he can he handle it or is he gonna drop the ball yes so i think that's another reason they kind of do what they do yeah with that they kind of just i'm not saying that's it completely no not, there's not a at lot all. of good masons that have done that and you know, not and not moved on to the next level. And that might be by their own choice as well. They might have get they might have been asked and they said no. Yeah, and, sure, sure. But I think that's another reason they kind of pick the people they do or or have in the past. Right now, it's kind of hard to get anybody to do because nobody wants to do anything anymore. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> non volunteers. Yes. But I think that's kind of why I got asked because I was a real go getter at the time. Yeah. Like, oh, well, this guy, he might be all right. So. Yeah, let's let's see. We'll, we'll give him a shot. <laughs> so, you said serving the district and jumping around a lot. And when I joined Jason Short, Jason, contact Jason Short if you need this. Do you need that? And I, I mean, I knew you because your lodge is two miles from our lodge. Mm-hmm. Palestine and Nigley are pretty close. But at the time, and I know you're still in the midst of all of this. You were solely running the Facebook page. I still do. Still do. Well, the group. The group. The twenty. The, the tremendous twenty fourth. The yes. The group I created. Larry Collins from Riddle Lodge. He created the Ohio Masons group. Okay. 
And I got invited to that, and there was maybe 56 people in it at the time. When right. He, you know, this is 2015. Sure. And I'm like, well, this is all good and dandy, but do we have one for our district? Right. So I did some research, and I found out, you know what? We don't have one for our district, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I'm a young guy, am I looking at my emails every day? No. Yeah, that one off. I think we have just under 400 guys in there now. Yeah. And um, it's going it's going well. Right now it's kind of slow in there because there's it's not a whole lot going on. I mean, we're kind of restricted to what we do as a district. We can meet in our lodges. Can't really travel around too much right now. And and then I started putting together the events for the district. Yes. And that's a job. I can't even imagine. Those come out by email. How often are you sending those out? Okay. Yeah. Harry, back- Harry Beslin, right worshiper brother, Harry Beslin. Yes. From Unionport. He used to run the calendar. He used to do all of this stuff. Yes. From, and he lives in North Carolina. He right. He used to do it all from North Carolina. Unbelievable that he well, was yes. able to do it all. Yes. And he just kind of said, guys, I'm getting older. I'm getting tired. I don't even live there anymore. And yeah. You know, somebody got to pick the ball somebody up. Somebody got to pick the ball Run up. Run with it. So I said, okay, I'll pick the ball up. So I started doing the events. And Joe Wicker, right, Worshipful Brother Joe Wicker, he's the email guy. Okay. So you, you choreograph everything in and then he does the. Yes. So I go through all the websites, I go through all the newsletters, I go through the Facebook pages, I go through. <laughs> Everything. Uh, 24 lodges 20, in our district. And sometimes appended bodies. I don't do all appended bodies, but right. if they ask me to, I'll throw something in there for them too. So I pretty much know this district's schedule by heart. You can ask me any lodge any meeting. lodge of what day they meet. <laughs> I can tell you. You're, I, lo- you're like the 24th Rolodex. Yeah. I love it. Well, you, you'll get this, this little reference of mine. Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. I used to call myself the Three Eye Raven of the 24th <laughs> District because there's not too much that got yes. past me. That's it. You I know? love it. I love it. So, <laughs> if, and just so you know, as Game of Thrones fans, I have Ned Stark's sword on my wall, so I'm right there. I dig it. I love that quote. That's so, awesome. Yes, yeah, so I always like. Well, the Three Eye Ravens on the ball, <laughs> and 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 you compile all this stuff, and I tell you, it's it's. It's time consuming. Like there's been there's been points on like a Saturday and say, Okay, I got three days until the first, I haven't got my list done yet. And you're just like, Oh man, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then you're like, Well, I got an obligation to do it. I'm gonna do it. So then you're sitting there and from eight o'clock in the morning until noon. Yeah. Like you, where you get, where did my morning you go? You get your list together and then you I always when I was in the group, I would always put it out weekly. It, okay. would, it would come out on either Saturday or Sunday because I don't want to spam the group too hard. I hate when people just constantly post things. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah people I, stop looking at it then. I got my notifications on in that group, so everything that comes through that group is like ding, 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 ding. I don't need that all day and all Yeah, day. it's too much. So I posted it one time a week. I would send that information to Joe Wicker. Joe Wicker would then email it every day. Yes, With, okay. What's one email a day is okay. I mean, I get emails, sure. hundreds of emails a day. Right. So he would do that. And he's also the guy who looks through the obituaries. Oh, yeah. Because we send obituaries out through the emails. So he's got 
oh, I'd say at least 20 to 30 sites that he goes to. And he, he goes all through, that up. He goes through every obituary to see if there was a Masonic affiliation. I can honestly say, I'm going to butt in just for a second. When I first joined, and I was first-year Mason, I would get that email, and I would, it would half upset me, like, why are we posting people that passed away? It's, it's bumming me out. I don't want it. I don't get it. And the longer I've been in Masonry, like, I, now, I, now I look because obviously I didn't know a lot of those guys. And I was just coming off, fresh off the street like it's kind of like drab bringing me down. And now it's like I'm hoping I don't see guys on there because they're my friends and they're my brothers. And that was just a little jump in there so keep rolling sorry about that it's okay yeah so yeah he goes through all of those and there's and he i think he goes through them twice a day so he'll wow. find the obituary and he'll post it onto the emails and then i will take that email and post it into the facebook group i have one post that i keep editing and i write like say this is march i'll write march you know passings and then i'll put the comments below so the so the main subject of the Facebook line is the March passings. Then in the comment, I'll put each obituary. That way, if anybody ever wants to reference back, all they have to do is go, okay, March, March. 2021, this is who passed away. And I got all that, and it's all in one place. Just all locked down, yes. Yeah. So, yes, he goes through all that, and he puts out the emails every day. Anything else anybody really wants me to put out, I'll put out. Yeah. Um, kind of my pet peeve is I'll get Facebook messages all the time. Hey, can you post this in a Facebook group? And then I'll text back, hey, are you a part of the Facebook group? Well, yeah. Yeah, well, you hey, post it. Why don't you post it? Right. Well, I'm busy. Okay, well, I'm driving a freaking box truck around Cleveland busy. What are you doing yeah. right now? Yeah. You know? That's... <laughs> it, I mean... Yes. Just because I am the kind of the, whatever you want to call it, the guru of the group, doesn't mean that... You can't You can't post in. it. It's going to yeah. have the same effect as me, you posting it than me. Right. Plus, if anybody has any questions, they can go right to you. Yeah, and right ask to the source. Instead of going to me, like, well, middleman syndrome. How much is the pancake dinner? Let let me call him, yeah. and then I'll call you back, right. and then no, that doesn't work. No, so yeah, yeah I, people have kind of quit doing that now because I've I think I've kind of made a couple people mad. Just yeah. post yourself, you know. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump back for just a second because there's a spot on my mind I forgot it. District association. Yes. You joined into the district line before you were past master. Yes. And normally that is past masters get into that. Did you catch any flack? No. Everyone was, you didn't have any, hey, he's a little younger, he's a little whatever. They they were pretty cool with it. No, no, not one person said a word to me. I think they all knew that I was heading towards master anyway. They and knew, yeah. I don't really think too many people wanted to do what I was doing. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, you're not going to get anybody to complain if they don't want to do it themselves. Yeah. If they're, they're complaining, like, well, hey, that sucker's doing it. We ain't gonna. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. let him go. Okay. That's, and that's a good thing. And I am a past master, but I am younger in that, yeah. and they've been great to work with. Obviously, you have past masters or past deputies or whatever that like to jingle there. Hey, back when we did that, 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 but that's everywhere. But actually, it, actually, Jim, I've never really experienced too much of that. Really? I don't, That's awesome. I don't know if it's because I kind of say what I what's let, on my mind. Just let it rip. I don't, you know, yeah, I let it rip. I, you know, I'm not one to sugarcoat stuff. Sure. 
I've, I mean, there's been guys where in my own lodge, well, we did it this way, and I'll just say, well, you know, that, that was 20 years ago, and that this was is then. now. Yeah. And we're kind of doing things. you got to go. you got to go, go with, with the, the flow, flow, or you're going to get left behind. Yeah, so, absolutely. And they were like, well, I can see your point. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't charge five dollars for a chicken dinner anymore because chicken prices are too high. Yeah, know, and the six potatoes bucks for a and, pound. Of, you know, yeah, sure, absolutely, or, or whatever their idea may be. Well, we did, like you said, we didn't do it that way. Well, times have changed, you know. Yeah. So well, that's that's good, and I haven't run into that. And in my lodges, we have suggestions, but everyone understands the movement is forward and progressive, and it's it's great because you hear a lot of past masters oh we don't do it this way and can scare people out of new new ideas and new thoughts and i'm glad that that is not happening now to get back to what you're saying about when you first joined it was jason short this jason short that yeah that kind of gets tiring tiresome after a while yeah and i was yeah. burnt out i really was and this and and the whole COVID thing kind of it's a reset reset yeah um I can't imagine having to dig through all that, that type of stuff. I, I do a lot of digging through, but not like that. Oh, my God. Well, it's that, and then everybody wants something of you. It's, you know, hey, can you be on my fellow craft team, or can you do this, or can you... Can you do presentations at our inspection? Can, yeah, can you that do That was me whatever. two weeks ago. <laughs> No, that's, but yeah, no that's, I, that's, I know what you mean. That's part I know of my job. I, I have no, I have no gripes about that whatsoever. But it just got tiresome. It's like, it almost makes you feel like, well, why am I the only guy doing anything? Yeah, nobody else can step it's up. It's like and... everybody expected me to be this white rider on this white stallion coming in to save the whole state of Ohio. Right. Well, no, I'm not that guy. I'm sorry. And there's no. not anybody like that. We, we need it, it's 60, 69,000 of those yeah, out there. Yeah, it's a group to... effort. We, you know, we got to do, everybody's got to be part of the team to do that. It just ain't one guy. Right. So That's right. I kind of got burned out with that, you know, being at home, just kind of yeah, unwinding. It kind of, like you said, re recharged your batteries. and Yeah. Well, you miss it. I, I know I'm... I miss it, and I, I'm not in three different lodges. If you hear sneezing, that's my wife upstairs. Don't worry about it. I am busy. It was a nice break. We were sitting downstairs a few nights ago watching Alone. If you haven't watched Alone, oh, I watch it's alone. pretty awesome. I watch yeah, alone. if you haven't watched it out out in the listening, check it out. It's wild. Um, check out Curse of Oak Island, too, while you're at it. Bingo. Masonic. <laughs> and we were watching Alone, and she's like, you know what? My wife's like... This feels like COVID because we were down there for an hour and we weren't, there was no place we needed to be. And for how much of a weird, like, this is scary. We can't go to lodge. We can't go to work. Who knows? It was a lot of good that came out of it because we're kind of just at home hanging out and enjoying the best part of life. But that reset, now we can go to lodge somewhat, you know, certain lodges are opening up. It's like, man, it feels good to be back. I wish we could eat. <laughs> but it's good to see everybody again. It, you know, you miss that fellowship that we we got together on Zooms, multiple Zooms all across everywhere. But it didn't do the same justice. There was more connections. I, I met and know a lot more people through those Zooms all across the state and different states. But that recharge, like, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. let's, let's open it up. This is your second year. As a district officer. Yes. And you're a district education officer. We have said that, but I want to bring it up again. 
what did you first off who asked you John Martin. John Martin asked you. Right, Wars brother John Martin. Right, Wars brother, and he uh, he was district advisor at the time. He was district advisor. Yes. Did you know that call was coming? I knew it was coming. I didn't know when it was coming. Like when that year, or just sometime no, no, in the future. I knew it was definitely going to happen at some point in my life. Right. But I didn't know it was coming that soon. Okay. So you get the call. Yes, I remember it was vividly. It was on like a this time of the year. Yeah. Um, two years ago and I just, I had a call, missed call on my phone. I don't know this number. Right. And there was a voicemail. Hey Jason, this is John Martin. You know? Yeah. He's got that. He got that kind of <laughs> little, you know, okay. So I called him back and he goes, okay. So I called him back and he goes, so, uh, you interested in being a district education officer? I said, I am. I said, can you give me a day or two to think about it? I got to talk to some people. Yeah, it's a she big said, commitment. Yes. Said, Go ahead, take your time, and just let me know. So, I talked to my mom about it. Sure. I talked to my girlfriend about it. I talked to my ex-wife about it because we share, we have kind of like shared parenting with my son. Right, absolutely. I said, is this going to be a problem? I said, it's not going to be too much more, but it's going to be a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and nobody really had a problem with it. I asked my son, I said... Is it okay if, you know, if it's my night? Is it okay if once in a while I don't, you know, yeah. come and get you? Or sure. He's like, yeah, that's okay. He goes, I know you'll make up for it. And I said, yeah, I will. Right. So, that's good. That's so, good to get, cover those bases. It's important. Yeah. So I called John back and I said, yes, I will be the district education officer. So When when you, um, is that a goal of yours? Yes, or, it was. I mean, okay. like I said, not not an immediate goal. But that was just something that you would like to something have Something I wanted to do. Eventually. Eventually. Because if you really look at it, it's a lot of the more re- retired or older guys are the ones who are kind of... They have more time they to have dedicate more time to, to do it. it. Sure, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe 10 years from now they'll ask me. Yeah. You know, but... Right. That's not the way it happened. So it just happened when it happened. It, it happened when it happened, and you know, I wasn't going to turn it down if 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 everybody said okay. Yeah, and, sure. And I was okay with it. And I, yeah, sure. So, so you get off the phone with John Martin, and you know you got to make your calls. What's your What's going through your head? Because obviously you knew it was going to happen, but you didn't know it was right now. Are you? Oh my God! I can't believe this. Or holy shit! What am I going to do? Yeah, I'm. I'm more kind of like oh shit. <laughs> Okay. Then, you know, because you just, I just got done being two years a master and I'm thinking, okay, can I do this? Can I not do this? You know, you kind of start debating in your head. Yeah. You know, talking to yourself. Can I do this? I can have workload and a kid, you know. Right. And then you're just like, then you just kind of lead more towards, okay, these are the reasons I want to be. And then there's maybe two reasons I don't want to be or can't. So, right. You know, the, the good outweighs the bad. And then I talked to John and to fill out a paper and I'd send it to the grandmaster. And then the grandmaster sent his expectations of what he wants a district education officer to do, oh. which is actually in the handbook. I mean, you can find that. But Okay. Uh, so I kind of read that and I'm like, yeah, I got this. I can do this. Yeah. No problem. So Since you've come on and this is coming in your second year. How's the experience been? Has it been what you thought? Harder? Easier? Has COVID, obviously COVID changed some of that? COVID has definitely changed a lot of it. 
because as far as like inspections, right? I go to my lodge's inspections, and that's about it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, the, last year, I think we canceled inspections altogether. Completely. I think we what do we have six or seven in the books or so. I know we got through it. I think I had other. five of the first seven, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you got a full <laughs> gamut, and then they shut it off. I always see it was kind of this this year too. I think I have five or six of my lodges already done, and I got like two or the last two of the year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely changed in that aspect of because I'm used to going to you know 16 18 inspections a year yeah and now it's kind of cut down to eight right and sometimes out of those eight my eight they're like well you're not needed you're just an extra body we don't need you yeah make sure that this the education stuff sure looks you, good and you're make good. sure your stuff on grandview's done and uh okay and, you know but yeah it's definitely changed in that aspect i'm next year i if i get asked to do it again i'm expecting a full bore inspection season again sure everybody should be vaccinated well that one to get vaccinated by then um right so and then hopefully we open up and are back to more yeah normal circumstances paperwork a lot of paperwork not a lot obviously it's not as much as a district deputy but honestly no there's really not a lot of paperwork because what i've been doing this year with it um, actually i did it with your lodge here about three weeks ago, I asked uh, your secretary and your lodge education officer to meet me on a Zoom meeting. Okay. And okay. And uh, your secretary, I just pretty much asked him. I said, "Okay, how many candidates did you have last year?" And he gave me that number. And I said, "Okay, what were all the LEO talks on last year?" And he gave me a list of those. And then your lodge education officer came on, and I just pretty much asked him, "Hey, do you need anything from me?" Because your lodge education officer is pretty good. He's Adam. Adam yes, is on Adam's, top of the game, man. Adam's he's he probably running one of the best education programs he's, I've seen in the state. Yeah, so he's he's a hell of a guy, he's, man. He's very good. He, he's doing a great job. I pretty much go. Like, oh, what can I do for you? You're, you're going <laughs> yeah. pretty good yourself. Yeah, you got any tips for me? <laughs> yeah. So, but, but uh, okay. So uh, yeah, I mean, you could. My part of the job is not too hard. It can be done over Zoom easily. Right. And it's about a page of paperwork to do. And okay. it's, you know, you know, a lot of the answers in the beginning I already know because they 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 ask, like, have you won the Grand Master's Award? Well, I know there's only one lodge that won that, and that's your lodge. So right. So <laughs> for that, I can just kind of check no. And then another one's, did you attend the, the workshop put on by the DEOs, like the leo workshop right. and if you weren't in our zoom meeting this year i knew that so i can just check yes or no on yeah, that easy and did you attend the uh wardens and deacons class well we didn't have one last year because of covid so that was an easy check yeah so this year has been kind of easy okay going forward do you want to move to the next level if it's if it comes to you it was is that a goal too to continue to move up or not it is a goal is that a goal too, to continue to move up or not? It is a goal. You would you would accept if everything worked out again. I would possibly. accept the job, yes, if because then you got to realize if that's two years from now or three years from now or four years from now, whenever my son's going to be even older, and right? He might be playing high school basketball or f- football by then. All kinds of stuff, sure. Because he's in middle school now, so 
it, I would have to go through the same questions. Yeah. It would pretty much be... Jason Short, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> got your quotation marks. Yeah, well, they can't see him yet. We're not video casting. I don't... <laughs> I'm going to have to get a lot I more money. I don't think now. Well, I don't know what he wants then. Yeah, I hear you. I'm a pretty proud dad. I've never missed a single game of my son's. That's awesome. He's so. played football. He's played basketball. I've coached I've football. I've seen, seen you a lot of basketball games this year. My kid plays <laughs> <Right>. too. <laughs> I've coached his football team. I've coached soccer for him. Yeah. I was his Cub Scout leader. He's like my best little dude, my buddy. Yeah. So we kind of like two peas in a pod. Yeah. So. That's I, what you want it to be. Yeah. That's, that's, that's first masonry second. Right. But I, I pretty much work everything around him. Right. Like the lodges that I picked for being the DEO this year, I try not to pick too many Wednesday lodges or Monday lodges because those are my night with them, except for right. East Palestine Lodge because you guys are only seven miles, where you guys are meeting is only seven miles from my house, and he actually lives in the town you guys meet in. So that, yeah. that's pretty easy for it me works. to be like, okay, I'm dropping you off at seven. I'll see you, you know, whenever. I'm going over to Lodge. Yeah, 839, we'll okay. be back. And we have a lot of guys our age that, you know, had a lot of fun and jab at each other and, it's it's a bummer that you can't make it. And we know why. And that's important. You gotta you gotta make everything else work, or otherwise, if you tried to do that and go against the grain, everything's gonna fall apart. Well, I've been wanting to plural with your guys as well. Make that laws number four with you guys for years now, but it just Wednesdays are not good for me right now. Right. But as soon as he gets, like I said, old enough where he doesn't either want to hang out with me or you know he's doing whatever, I'm like. Okay, here's here here's my plural. Right. There, Take my money. <laughs> there are there are nights that I feel like that already with my son. Like, hey man, you don't want to come watch some Star Wars? He's like, ah, yeah. the the guys are Fortnite. doing Fortnite together or Minecraft or something. They're doing all kinds of stuff, and yeah. I'm like, well, our sons are the same age. So. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll I'll just be out here if you need me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes I'll get my son and he'll be. Okay, Dad, I'm going to your room. I'm like, for what? You know, that's where the PlayStation is. Well, okay, see you in a couple hours. Yeah, see you at bedtime. <laughs> yeah. I'll go like I'll go to the store or something. Come back. Did you ever leave the room? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you need Do you need food? No, I'm okay. You should take a bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> and then about three hours later, I'll come up. I'm hungry. Well, dinner was two hours ago. Yeah, we called you. Where were you at? <laughs> so, you've been through district officer. You've been through master you've been through appendant bodies one of my favorite things in lodge there are a lot of them is attending grand lodge that is sort of the stage where all the guys were friends and i'm doing friends with quotations on facebook because a lot of guys on there i like and enjoy and i watch their posts but i don't get to sit down and interact with them and that's a bummer that's where you get to do that with a lot of those guys. You get to see them. Maybe you get to go out and have a meal or a drink or whatever and BS with them. What Grand Lodge memory or memories would you say are your best, most memorable, anything like that? What do you got? I think my favorite three Grand Lodges so far, and I've been to the last six or seven of them, Okay, was... Sandusky, we went to uh, we went to Kalahari. That was kind of nice because we were all in one big kind of building. Everyone was everyone was in the in. same building. Uh, my very first Grand Lodge, which was in Columbus, okay, because um, I'd never been to a Grand Lodge before, and that was kind of a very neat experience. Oh yeah, 
And then I think uh, Dayton was my absolute favorite Grand Lodge because yes. there was a lot of us that met up. We all had dinner a couple nights together. Right. Uh, we all kind of hung out. Uh, we ate at the Dublin Pub, which is very good. <laughs> That's in your notes, that, ain't it? That, that is one of my notes. So awesome. If I you're love ever, that. If you're ever in the Dayton area, Dayton, Ohio, go to a place called the Dublin Pub. Get the fried pickles. Get the fried pickles. Oh, my gosh. And Guinness. <laughs> Best fried pickles ever. Un- unbelievable. I'm getting hungry right now. And I actually had the prime rib the next day we went there, and that was pretty good, too. Ooh. And I can eat some I, I had I had the fried pickles, and then I put fried pickles on my burger. That's how good. I had them as an appetizer. And I'm like, hey, can you put those on? I'll pay the extra. I don't care. It was awesome. I just think the fellowship yes. of just like you said, getting together with guys that you wouldn't see on a weekly or monthly basis. Right. Um, last year, no, not last year, two years ago in Marietta, um, we're leaving the Grand Lodge, and I got my truck there, and you had to park weird different places. They were all over. Yeah, they were all yeah. over. So, I, you know, obviously I got my Masonic father, Potsy, with me oh, and boy. Bob Ridson. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, give us a ride back to the hotel. Okay. Well, next thing you know, well, I told Rick Palmer and uh, Golick, William Golick, that they could ride with us. I'm like, okay. All right. Where do you plan on putting them? Oh, they'll get in. They'll, yeah, they'll fit. They're, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So and there might have actually been another person. Now you got me, 6'4", 375 pounds. Sure. You got William, big boy. Same, same situation. You got Potsy, he's no small character. Right. You got Bob, he's, eh, okay. Yeah, Bob, got, and, Bob and Rick are Rick, comparable. Yeah, Rick's probably the smallest one out of all of us. Yeah. We're all crammed in this damn truck. And I'm like... I get myself into this situation. <laughs> I'm like eating yes. my tie. I'm the one driving, and I and I feel cramped. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, this is not safe. <laughs> but just little memories like that. It's you know, they're just and those, those memories stick with you do. forever. I um, I have written down, I've, and I've only been to three, and they were at Dayton, Kalahari, and then Marietta, and all of them have their different aspects of. Um, things i enjoy dayton obviously was my first one number one the dayton masonic temple is unbelievable um this little, little uh little tight on the, on I was, the butt i was just gonna say the seats <laughs> don't work for six four gentlemen like ourselves i was hurting um the last day we sat in the last row and half the day i stood in the back because i'm like my knees are screaming right now i played football and they're shot but the dayton one i had dublin pump written down there there was probably at what 15 of us there and we were there three four hours bullshitting drinking eating just shooting the shit that is part of masonry that i wish more people could see and understand because they see the conspiracies and then they see the aprons and the tuxes and think that's that's not for me i don't want to dress up those are great experiences and my degree experiences i hold so dearly to me but it's the ride to dayton it's the dinner afterwards. It's the BS and outside a lodge. That's the part that makes it congeal into like, these are my guys. And the experiences between that, the next one I have at, we were at Kalahari. So yourself, me, Russ Gillum, district deputy from Argus Lodge, Brad Smith, yep. who's past master from uh, 
Alan Lodge, and then uh, Dave Ash, Worshipful Dave Ash, and he's been Worshipful everywhere. I think he's he's a plural member of quite a few different yeah, places. Worshipful Jenkins this year. Right there, see, there you go, there you go, and. I will post when this episode comes out. There is a picture of us in the elevator, and we give Right Warsaw Brother Gillum so much shit because he lives in Canfield. Argus is in Canfield area, and we always say that they're a little more uppity than us. You know, we're a little rural down here. So we're going around and we're eating and we're having some drinks and we're having a blast. And all of a sudden, we're in this elevator. And everybody has a beer in hand or whatever. And we look over and Russ has one of those little five-ounce Dixie coffee cups that you get from from the uh, hotel. And he's pouring his beer in that and drinking it. He won't drink it from the cup. So we, the big joke was, you know, are you putting your pinky up? And that's, you know, can't even drink from the beer kid. So we give him so much trash over that. And Russ, I'm sorry. Canfield, I'm sorry. I love you guys. You're not uppity. That's just uh, something that we got on there pretty good with. I tell you what, hanging out with Russ is, oh, fun, man. is a fun time. He is. He's he, in my next one, too. He, he was kind of a strickler when he was a deputy. Okay. But he's loosened up so much Way. after that. Yes. It's like, who are you and what have you done with Russ Gillum? Right. Now he's just kind of like, hey. Yeah, he goes with the flow. He's, yeah. he's not serious at all anymore. It's just like, hey, I like this Russ. I don't like the Russ who's going, well, yeah, you, you missed the best ritual. You and, missed a word. Yeah. That's not letter perfect. <laughs> um, Marietta, and this includes Russ, we went down a day early because I was getting inducted in Royal Schofield. And I rode down with Worship Brother Wade Bear, who was on our second show, and uh, current worshipful brother um, Rick Linebaugh from Allen Lodge. So they drop me off at noon. They go to Applebee's and they're taking pictures of their food and drinks. And I'm sitting there doing a presentation and not drinking. And, you know, not that Grand Lodge is all about drinking. I don't want it to sound like that. There's just a lot of downtime when you're not in business meetings and whatnot that that's you hang out and enjoy yourselves. So I finally get out of there and meet up with them at Applebee's. It's a happy hour. And Right, Worship Brother Gillum's there again. And we get into the conversation of Masonic rings. Points in, points out. And you know that goes both ways. It's a dumb conversation because it doesn't matter. But you got to ask it. It always comes up. Russ says, he's like, I have my points facing in. We're like, all right, explain. You know, we've had a few drinks and everyone's talking a little louder. And he's like, you know, sometimes I have maybe an impure thought. Or sometimes maybe I think somebody, and I'm like, this guy gets on my nerves and is bugging me. He's like, and I look at my ring, and I'm like, Russell? Russell, we don't think like that. And we are dying. And then he goes into, and then I see Joe Blow over there, and he's, and maybe something bugged me about him. And I'm about to think about something. I'm Russell, and I look at my ring, and my ring's looking at me in those points, and I'm like, No. We can't do that. And myself and Worship Brother Bear, we laugh anytime we see him. We we always say right Worshipful Brother, right Worshipful Russell. <laughs> and I hope someday to have him on the show because I want to bring that up. I laugh so hard. Oh, he would be a great one for the show. Oh, my God. You guys could be sitting here and just give him a couple beers. He'll loosen right up. And he'll, he'll just, I won't even have to talk anymore. <laughs> the show will just keep running. <laughs> First three-hour show ever. <laughs> You're... 
proudest moment as a Mason? What would you consider that? When you're raised, when you're a master, district officer, whole body of work? And that's a tough one. I didn't prep you with this one before. No, you didn't. I like to give a couple zingers. I would say becoming the master of Nagley Lodge. It's a big step. Because you work so hard for it. Yeah. All those years. Being there, leaving, coming back, and then really... Everything that happened in the middle of it, sure. Putting Putting the effort back into it to get back on track. Yeah. Say, I want to do this. Let's go do it. Yeah. And then... When the day came, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I, I gentleman shook my hand, my installation, and he said, "Congratulations, you're a five percenter." And I'm like, uh, "Should I know what that means? Because I don't know." And he said, "Roughly five percent of Masons go on to be masters of their lodge, and maybe that's changed by now. I don't know, but that's that's always sat with me like, wow, like there are so many Masons, and you know, from John Elway, the whole way back to George Washington Masons, and 5% of them were masters. Like, that's that's a big deal. That's important. Um, and yeah, that's that's a bl- kind of a mind-blowing number. Yeah. When, you, you think how many Masons are in the state of Ohio, there's roughly 50,000, 60,000. Yeah. And so not that many of them out of all of those are going to become the master. Yeah. It's a select group. Yes. Um what drives you? Because you are a go-getter, and we've you've heard this the entire show. So what's the spark? Is it just, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Where where does it come from? I got to keep moving. Okay. Now, when I'm at home, you might hear, well, you're lazy. <laughs> hey, you I'm at what? home. I'm at home. Yeah, I worked a long day. I need a um, break. What keeps me driving is if you want something done. You want it done right. You want it done right. You're going to probably have to do it yourself. If you want it done the way you think is right. Exactly. You got to go out and do it. So that's part of it. Okay. I think the other part's pride a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm a big guy. People might assume when they see me, oh, look at that. Look at that lazy piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You know? I've got it. I'm big. I've been a coach. I've been a mentor. I've been all kinds of things. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know how to say no. It's hard. It's and hard to learn been, how to say no. And I've been told, well, you're going to have to learn how to say no. Well, I really haven't found that yet. I have in some things, but somebody asked me to do something, I'm usually like, sure. Yeah, I, I can, can make it work. I can help. Yeah. You know? And I think part of that is, like when you, you, you said it, you actually answered it the way I was thinking. When they asked if you could do something, you say, yeah, I think I can help. That's the big thing. In my head, if I'm there, I could probably make this better. Not not that it's bad, but I can enhance the experience mm-hmm. or I can give two cents that maybe furthers that. And that that's a hell of a thing. Um, well, just like this podcast, how long have we been planning this? Oh, we talked For about at least, podcasts. At least three weeks? Yeah. Okay, and, well, we set a date. Well, well, I can't do that. I got something going on. And then last week we set a date. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm too. shot. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing it. And then, oh, what's good for you? And then finally, here we are. Finally, so. it worked out. And I know because I like to ask and then I like to answer my own questions what drives you because I'm sort of the same. I'm not in Jason Short level by any means. 
I am. You're in you Jim know, Hall. Level, I'm, which I'm is a stu- above Jason. No, 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 no. I have a bigger head, but I have a smaller title. <laughs> oh, there, there ain't nothing about titles, man. <laughs> but hey, I wear my apron the same way you do. That's it. That's it. What drives me, and this is a little bit. I talked about the fellowship, and I'm sort of uh, not sort of. I'm a Masonic cheerleader, man. I want everybody to know. I want everybody that would be a good Mason to join. I don't want than to miss out on. I spent 14 years thinking about being a Mason and not knowing how or not knowing who. And I'm glad I joined when I did because I'm in the position I did. I went through things the way I did and I, I love that journey. But I would also love to be in the, in the fraternity 14 years longer because I love it that much. That's that many more people. And what drives me is to almost be a beacon of Freemasonry to let everybody know all the time, to put the bumper sticker on the car. I'm posting stuff on Facebook all the time. And you do it too. And I think that that's whether or not go-getters call themselves beacons, you attract people. That's what I, I want that Masonic fire to spread. And that's what drives me. I was the same way as you. I still am. But just don't let that beacon fade because after a while you kind of take on a lot and take on a lot more and it's you get burnt you get burnt out yeah and i've been there like i said i was the beacon at one time yeah now oh now i'm the beacon Uh (laughs) yeah i'm passing it to you jim you're the beacon literally (laughs) Uh, okay it's 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 very easy to get burnt out because a lot of people expect a lot of things right and if they know, like we talked about before, they know that if they ask you, it's more likely going to get done. Right. So just be careful. Right. Don't burn yourself out. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm loving every second. Uh, you'll know when I do because podcasts will stop. They're not going to stop. Don't worry. We got a plan. This last part, and this is the last thing we want to go over here. And I have sons. You have a son. What's your thought on them joining masonry do you openly talk to him about masonry and encourage show him the lodge i know myself i i try to include my kids in hey i'm getting set up for inspection or whatever i gotta prep the lodge i take my kids with me because i want them to know where i'm at what i'm doing i want them to know that these are the guys if something happens they're the guys you trust and you i have you have family members and other friends you can trust but these guys you trust beyond a shadow of a doubt. And I want to foster that because when it's time, whether they are old enough to do DMLA or whether they're old enough to actually join Lodge, I hope that I've set a good enough example that they say, you know what, this is something that's really important, something that's really awesome, and I, I want to join this. What's your thoughts there? Do you do that, or what's, how do you portray it with your son? Yeah, my son's gone to the Lodge with me. Plenty of times. Um, I used to, actually, I think you got the idea from me. I used to take them and put them in the apron. Yes. And put them in the collar and put them in the top hat. Give them the gavel. I stole it. Take pictures of them. Well, I was doing that every year for, I think I got five or six of them. Kind of forgot about it the last couple of years because of COVID. And, right. You know. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, he likes going down there. If we have a fish fry going on, he, uh, hey, Dad, what can I do? Well, you can, hey, or when we, good. when we didn't have 
when we did, we were allowed to have people come in. I said, well, anytime somebody comes in, you go open the door for them. Let, you know, because it's usually an order couple sure. or whatever. Go open the door. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard, hey, whose son is this? He's so well-mannered. He opened the door. It's class. And, and that, that, as a dad right there, you're like, yes, Oh, my God. Yes. I, I did it. <laughs> Even though you kind of had to say, hey, go open the door. Yeah. Two minutes after that, he could have been like, well, I'm, I don't want to do this no more. And he could have went and sat down and hid somewhere. But he kept opening the door. But he kept doing it. That's but awesome. He, uh, yeah, he, uh, he's been to the laws with me quite a few times. He's been to all my installations of whatever. Um, when I got installed as master at Nagley, he brought me my hat. That's cool. And then what I did is I brought him in, and I sat him right next to me in that open chair, and I said, yes. you sit right here. This is your seat now. That's he goes, awesome. He goes, forever? I said, well, not forever. For tonight, this is your seat. Right. And then he goes, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's amazing. So we did that, and then he, yeah, I think he wants to join when he becomes of age. Um, I always think to myself, I want to put on his three degrees when he, when he joins. Yes. I want to be. Yes. Well, maybe not the master, but you know, in the third degree, I might want to do something different. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, different but, uh, parts. Yeah. Um, that would be great. I would love to be part of his degrees, um, and I always think to myself, well, what if I'm not here? You know, what if something happens? You know? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. And I've always thought of writing a letter, because I'm the secretary at Nagley now, and kind of just putting it back. Hey, if my son ever wants to join, this is his name. You know, here's I'm leaving 150 bucks. I know Grand Lodge, you can put 150 yes. bucks in. Yes, they do have but Leaving that. 150 bucks here. His dues are covered. And uh, if he ever needs anything, you know, yeah, he can come this to you guys. It. And I always tell him that, too. I'm like, you know, if anything ever happens to me, you go to them guys down there. Exactly. So take care of you. That's right. And he he gets it. You know, he's still a little bit too young to understand that part. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. I mean, it takes some time. Yeah. But like if something would ever happen to me, I feel confident enough that we there's enough younger guys in my lodge to be like, hey, come here. You know, your yeah. dad your dad was a pretty good guy. We want to take you under our wing. Yeah. You know. So I think I I have I've uh, hope for him. Awesome. And back to the picture thing. I 100% stole that from I know you. you. You asked me that first. Uh, yeah. You messaged I, me, you're like, hey, that's the coolest thing ever. Can, yeah. I, can I steal that? I'm like, of course. It's not mine. She steal it from. Yes. <laughs> well, I got to, listen, I got to, the, the new beacon has to ask the old beacon. <laughs> and, and even up till today, and when this podcast comes out, it's going to be a few weeks in the past, but my son had a, they do a red ribbon week and every day, every day, you know, crazy clothes, all backwards clothes, all this junk. Well, today was career day. What do you want to be? And I don't remember this stuff because I'm a guy and my wife's like, I told you 30 times, I don't, you know, in and out, I got to take the trash out and whatever we got to do. So she asked last night, what do you want to be? What do you want to be in your career? And my youngest, like, I want to be a Mason. And she asked him a few more times, like, do you want to be a golfer? Do you want to be something where we have some clothes you can wear? I want to be a Mason. I want to be a Mason. So she tells me this morning, I get up, she's like, listen, your youngest wants to be a Mason. He doesn't have a tux or a suit. She's like, I don't even know what to do. I'm like, well, like, I, I don't know. We don't really have Mason clothes for the seven-year-old. So when you guys hear this, you can check back on. Uh, my own Instagram, or I may share it on the traveling man just to see that little bit. But 
that is awesome. That is awesome. Having kids and letting them experience that. I couldn't imagine, and I'm saying back in the old times only because not too long ago we weren't allowed to speak about it at all. I couldn't imagine being a son and not knowing what my dad was doing. And there are a lot of guys, sometimes they never communicate that. It's a, hey, I want to know more about laws. And if you don't ask that question, you don't get your petition in from back in the day. And I'm glad that things have loosened up enough that we can do that with our sons and have them there. That about wraps up our episode tonight. Jason, I would like to thank you for being on. It's been an awesome show. Glad being here. We've had a lot of talk. I don't know how much we'll have to edit out. I don't think much. A couple flubs on my part. You know, I have a fat tongue. And I, I like to, st to, st to stutter once in a while. <laughs> That's it. We're going <laughs> to cut those out so we sound real good. You'll never know we sounded that bad. <laughs> As always, if you have a Masonic question, please email them to thetravelingman at yahoo.com. We do want to start answering one of those an episode. Just And lastly, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again.